Foodie lovers, it's time. Hello, food lovers, it's Dave. Are you ready for some foodie fun? Yes, today and every weekday, cooking something good and your host, Dave Duso, brings you foodie fun adventures and fantastic food talk. Get ready for great recipes, food experts, daily prizes, lots of laughs, and of course, great deals on restaurant certificates and other food-related items at cookingsomethinggood.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, oh no, it's Dave Dussault. down on the strange old town, she waits a And good morning, one and all. Thanks for being with us here at Cooking Something Good. It's Tuesday, and on this Tuesday, we are going to try to bring peace to our little section of the world because, unbeknownst to me until recently, Tuesday comes from the Anglo-Saxons' god of war, Tew. Now, the Romans named their Tuesday after the god of war, Mars. So, Tuesday must have been a day for war. But what's more peaceful? And what brings peace to people's hearts and their minds more than barbecue? And it is a barbecue and beer week here on Cooking Something Good, and we are so excited. We're going to fire up the grill, and we're going to keep everyone in a peaceful place. Or at least we're going to try. Hey, we got a great show today. Uh, We've got Deb Jones and Deb and her sister, Mary Shorty Jones. Uh, They own a incredible place in Kansas City, Kansas, and it's called Jones Barbecue. It's a tradition they've had handed down to them from their father, the barbecue business. But these two ladies are not only incredible pitmasters, they are very, very savvy businesswomen who have done an amazing job, not just selling barbecue out of their very small storefront in Kansas City, but they've used the internet to sell their sauces all over the world. Uh, they're world-renowned. They've been on the Steve Harvey show. They've been on uh, The Queer Eye for The Straight Guy, uh, and I, they're absolutely delightful. So Deb will be with us. And after that, Gary Bogoff from Berkshire Brewing Company in South Deerfield, Massachusetts. But before all that, it is, of course, time for the Sharila Deal of the Day. Yeah, every day at this time, we have the Sharila Deal of the Day. It's a deal on something food-related, a great food-related product. And today's Sharila deal of the day, which you can find, by the way, at cookingsomethinggood.com, cookingsomethinggood.com. Today's deal, it's a two-pack of Jones Sweet and Tangy Barbecue Sauce from the world-famous Jones Barbecue in Kansas City, Kansas. Listen, I always tell you that I won't sell it on the site unless I think it's really, really good. This is beyond really, really good. This sauce is absolutely spectacular. Uh, It's the best way to describe it. I've never had better. I've never made better. This is just incredible. And it's $19.99 for a two-pack, a two-pack, 15-ounce bottles. Uh, So it's a heck of a deal. That includes shipping. There's a $1 handling charge. 
So it's $20 for the two-pack, which is just an amazing deal. Uh, and you don't have to pay shipping. I mean, how about how about that, Prime? No shipping here either. Cookingsomethinggood.com. That's right. Cookingsomethinggood.com is where you will find this great deal. Cookingsomethinggood.com. Hey, it's time for the Dear Dave question of the day. Today's Dear Dave comes from Belinda S. in Methuen, Mass. And she writes, Dear Dave, my daughter is 18 and loves cooking, especially barbecuing. She's thinking about going to culinary school and would like to start her own barbecue restaurant someday. Are there many female chefs who work in the barbecuing world? And do you think this is a wise thing for her to be thinking about? Thanks, Belinda S. Methuen, Massachusetts. Hey, Belinda, thanks for sending in your question. And because we read your question on the air, you will win a $10 gift certificate to the Gaucho's Brazilian Barbecue in Manchester, New Hampshire. And the answer to your question is, yes, of course, there are so many amazing women pitmasters and restaurant owners all over America. And if your daughter is passionate about anything, not just cooking, and she wants to follow that passion, uh, you support her 100%. Absolutely. And I wish her the best of luck in whatever she, she chooses to go on to uh, pursue in life. But hey, if someone has a dream, I don't, you let them go for it, period. And the Jones Barbecue, it's owned and operated by sisters Mary Beth, Shorty Jones, and Deborah Jones. And their brother, Warren, is the marketing manager. And these three are incredibly hardworking they know their barbecue. They learned uh, their barbecue from their father. So their recipes are unbelievable, and they are incredibly smart. They have multiple degrees among them in different fields, uh, but it always came back to barbecue. And not only do they sell uh, barbecue where people line up to in their little store in Kansas City, people line up for hours to wait to get this barbecue. And when it's out, it's out for the day. So a lot of people leave disappointed, but they still show up the next day and wait. And not only that, but with the internet now, uh, over the last 20, 25 years, they have mastered the art form of selling and marketing on the internet. And they sell an unbelievable amount of sauce. They were featured on the Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. They were featured on Steve Harvey's NBC show, Steve. I'm very, very pleased to welcome to the show, Deborah Jones. Miss Jones, thank you so much for being with us today. Well, thank you for inviting me. Now, your family's been in this business a long time. Can you just talk in maybe a minute or less, tell me about the, the history of the Jones family? Because barbecue and Jones in Kansas City go hand in hand. Well, the history is that, you know, our dad was more or less trying to teach us other things to do. Like, you know, uh, if you got unemployed or something, you need to know other skills because uh, he taught us how to have a, a moving service. He taught us how to barbecue, how to make sausage, how to, you know, how to shovel snow and stuff. So it was just a thing of just trying to make sure you had some other skills just in case, you know, you lose your job or something go wrong. So he was a, he was a thinker. He was a planner ahead of his time. Yes, a true planner. <laughs> yeah. and, he was, and he was an incredible pit master from what I understand, too. He made some great barbecue, and he passed that down to you guys. That's right. That's what he did. He passed it down to us along with some other skills also, you know, uh, laying carpet, you know, everything. Yeah, it's a really amazing. Your family, and not only incredibly talented, incredibly smart, uh, but 
really hard workers and willing to do what it takes to get the job done. And I think that's a, a part of your success too. I want to talk a little bit about when this pandemic began, you guys uh, did something a little different. You did kind of a, uh, how would you describe it? The takeout. Oh, the, the vending machine? Yeah. Okay. Well, to be honest with you, you know, the vending machine wasn't even really, when we thought about the vending machine idea, it wasn't even COVID involved. Because we had been working on the vending machine probably five, six months before COVID came. And when COVID did happen, that came in handy because, you know, you could just walk up there with your card and swipe in the machine and get something you want. And you don't even have to have no contact with anyone. So the vending machine has been a very excellent asset to us, uh, especially when the C-19 hit. It was just our board. We was just really happy. That I, you know, we was just messing around with that idea. Well, at the right place at the right time, that's for sure. Yes, it was that. Hey, before I let you go, can you give us one tip? Uh, everybody loves to barbecue. Everybody loves, uh, and, and everyone has a different idea of what barbecue is. To some people, it's hamburgers and hot dogs on the grill out back, but you know that's not real barbecue. If if someone's out there barbecuing, say they're going to make a, a, a brisket, uh, what one tip you would give them if they're making, say, a brisket in a in a slow cook? barbecue well i think i think the thing that we do with our brisket is that we turn our brisket every 15 25 minutes and also we kind of punch holes little holes in it you know so it can get that smoke flavor in there so turning is a good deal for any meat for as ribs uh beef pork you know any of it we turn our meat pretty regular at least every 30 minutes Mm-hmm. And how often do you ma- how often do you do you marinate do you do you do you marinate during the cooking process? So what do you use? Well, basically, what we do is use our own rub on our meat, and and what we do is put that on there and get it ready, and then we put it on the grill, and that's and that's it. Basically, you know, have our fire because we use uh, real hickory wood, and mm-hmm. and we we use real hickory wood, and what we do is just fire it up, and then we have our rub on our meat and that's how we cook it and you can also get the rub on the website it's, it's good for chicken beef turkey it's good for burnings ribs it, it works on a little bit of everything chicken well, that's perfect it's jonesbbqkc.com and it's jones barbecue sweet and tangy is what i see right now with a bunch of that's others right. it's a great website you do a great job marketing you obviously do a good job a great job cooking because you've been around a long time and you and you have a, a lines outside your door. Deborah Jones <laughs> fr- from Jones Barbecue, thank you so much for being with us. Be safe, my friend, and we'll talk to you soon, and I'll see you when I'm down there. Okay, thank you. Make sure you let us know you. Thanks, Deborah. Hey, we're going to take a very quick break, and after this message from Manny's Olive Oil, we will be right back. Hey, stick with us. A gastromaniac, Jack H. from Hollis, New Hampshire, wrote in, and he wants to know if I really use Manny's olive oil. I do. Uh, it comes from Crete. Uh, the Greeks make some of the best olive oil in the world. It is a, a very well-priced. We have it at cookingsomethinggood.com. It's not terribly expensive. The price you see there is uh, including shipping, so there's no additional shipping. Uh, it's harvested by hand. There are no chemicals. It, it's really a great olive oil. Manny's olive oil. I use it, and that's why I sell it, because if I didn't use it, I would not sell it on this site. Give it a try, Manny's Olive Oil, from Crete, with love.
we're back. It's time for the Forks Up Recipe of the Week. The Forks Up Recipe of the Week. We choose one person who sends us their recipe. And if uh, we choose your recipe, we put it up on our webpage, front page. We put a picture of you on the front page. You win a $100 cooking something good gift card. Lots of good things can happen. All you've got to do is set in your recipe and a picture. Your recipe and a picture of yourself, headshot, send it to Dave at Cooking Something Good. And if our team picks yours, you get the $100 gift certificate. Today's comes from Deb L. in Williamsburg, Massachusetts. And it's a barbecue sauce. It's Roseanne's Delicious Nutritious Barbecue Sauce. And then in parentheses, she writes, not so sure about nutritious. But it looks good. So let's give it a shot. Two and a half cups of ketchup, one and a quarter cup of chili sauce, three quarter cup brown sugar, three quarter cups of butter, three quarter cup of chopped onion, three dashes or more, if you'd like, in parentheses, of hot red pepper sauce of your choice, seven tablespoons of prepared mustard, such as Gouldens, three and a half tablespoons of Worcestershire sauce, the juice of four lemons, 10 generous dashes of garlic salt. And what you do is you melt the brown sugar and the onions together. You want to add the remaining ingredients and bring to a boil, stir, and then remove from the heat. You can bottle this and it'll stay good up to one year. We're going to try this and we're going to talk about it tomorrow on the air. It sounds absolutely delicious. Deb L. from Williamsburg, Massachusetts. You can look her up and see her picture and her recipe at cookingsomethinggood.com. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Hey, my friends, I want to take a moment and talk to you about cookingsomethinggood.com. Cookingsomethinggood.com is a website, and it's a great website if you need something that's food-related, whether it's equipment, uh, specialty foods, gift certificates to great local restaurants, cookingsomethinggood.com. And right now at cookingsomethinggood.com, we've got a really great thing going on. It's called the Cooking Something Good My Recipe Book. It usually goes for $19.99. We're selling it for $9.99 right now. It's a recipe book that's blank on the inside. It's got uh, just blank lines that you can pass around to family and friends, grandparents, great-grandparents, aunts, uncles, uh, people in your family who have great recipes that you want to keep forever. And when you buy one of these cookbooks for just $9.99, every dollar is donated to the Nashua Soup Kitchen and Shelter. It's a great organization. They help feed people who are in need, desperate need of food. Food insecurity is a huge problem in our country, and we are so lucky to have this organization right here in our area. So go to cookingsomethinggood.com for all your needs, and go to cookingsomethinggood.com and get yourself one of these recipe books and help out a great cause. Cooking somethinggood.com.
Hey, we're back, and uh, you know, I'm kind of excited today because all week long, we're talking about beer and barbecue, or barbecue and beer, which are two things that go great together. And uh, I'm a lucky, lucky guy, because I grew up in western Massachusetts in the Pioneer Valley, and I grew up next town up from South Deerfield, Massachusetts, and years ago, I, uh, I heard that there was a, a, a crazy fellow who was going to open a, a brewing company. Uh, his name is Gary Berghoff, and he is the owner and the brewmaster at the Berkshire Brewing Company in Deerfield, Massachusetts. Gary, welcome to Cooking Something Good. Thanks for being with us, my old friend. And for those of you wondering about the my old friend comment, uh, Gary and I have known each other for a long time, about 25 years when he was first opening Berkshire Brewing Company, and I owned a trash company. Uh, we became friends, and he's just a, a great guy, a really cool company. And Gary, you may not remember this, but I made a sales call you a sales call on you way back in 1994 when you were just starting out. And I never forgot this. I never forgot this. I asked you why a beer company, uh, and you said because I love beer. And if I'm doing what I love, I'm guessing it, it will all be okay. Uh, how right you were. Do you ever wake up and just say to yourself, "How lucky have I been to be able to do something for so long that I love?" Dave, I do that every morning. Still, I have to pinch myself to make sure I'm not dreaming. And uh, thank you for having us on. Hey, it's a pleasure. I absolutely, I'm, I'm a big fan of your beer. You know, I've been drinking it for years. And w when you started out, there wasn't many. How many, do you know how many craft breweries? There were, there were less than 500 breweries in the whole country when we started brewing beer. Wow. And now there's well over 8,500. Yeah, I, I think I read there's over 600 in New England alone. Well, I think there's about 240 in Massachusetts just by itself. Wow. And and uh, and it's funny that I'm doing this whole week and in, in interviewing different breweries. Everyone I've talked to has that same attitude that you had. They just love what they do. And it's really fun to see somebody doing what they love. And, and, and uh, you beer people, A, you're all a little crazy. <laughs> but you, you're, I'm jealous because it's just a great thing to do. Let me ask you, what's new uh, at Berkshire Brew? What can you, uh, your long-term loyal customers expect in the, in the future? Well, we're still keeping uh, steel rail on the tracks, and that's what moves Berkshire Brewing. But uh, lately we've been doing a New England IPA series and a, uh, a sour series called Apocalypse Wow. Now, sours, they take, you know, we've, we've, I've been studying beers all week. I knew nothing except I would go to your place and drink them. Sours can take a long time. Uh, they, they can, but uh, there's a number of different ways you can get them uh, from the kettle into the package. So uh, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve that we're, that we're using. And can you talk a little to the listeners who don't know what a sour is? Well, uh, a sour is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, the pH of the beer is very, very low, and it gives it kind of a, a thirst-quenching tang as if you were drinking lemonade. I remember way back when uh, I would make sales calls, and we've talked a little bit about this before we went on the air. I would always make a sales call on Friday. I'd always say to my family, hey, I'm going up to Berkshire Brew to make sure everything's going okay. Because before tap rooms were popular you had an unofficial tap room and i would bring up pizzas and uh i would invite friends to your place and they would say can we go to his place you don't own it i'm like yeah i think so and it was we'd sit there and drink berkshire you know a, a beer or two and eat our pizzas it was a great place on friday but now tap rooms are the thing can you talk a little bit about your tap room 
Uh, yeah, um, the governor was kind enough to let breweries our size open up tap rooms about three years ago. Uh, and we have a relatively small tap room because it is in our production facility. Uh, we kind of took part of our, our work area and converted it. We've got a, a beautiful local bar, and uh, we have a collection of signage that goes back probably to the 30s and 40s that uh, back in the day when we had volunteers help us bottle, uh, one of them donated uh, his collection to us as as he was getting older and had to move from his house to a condo. So we've got some very interesting brewania uh, here at the brewery. With uh, Normally we've got 12 beers on tap, but we've recently opened up an outdoor beer garden, uh, and I believe we have 20 beers on tap now. All right, what are your hours there? Uh, we will be open Thursday through Sunday, 3 to 8. All right, so things are hopefully opening up uh, much more so in, in the very near future um, because it's been tough, and that kind of leads us to my last question. Running any business is always a challenge, and I'm pretty sure most people, they have an idea, but they really don't get that you're always under pressure. Tomorrow could be your last day. You never know when you're running a business. But COVID, it's been like nothing any of us have ever seen. And, but I'm wondering, in a strange way, have the lessons you've learned and the adjustments you've had to make because of COVID made you a better run or, a, let's say, a better bottom line company? Absolutely. I mean, COVID is like playing chess blindfolded. And uh, every day when it started and every week and every month has been a challenge. And, and it still is because nobody knows when the end is going to be. Uh, it feels like it's in sight, but uh, we, we've truly, it, it has made us a much more efficient operation. Absolutely. Well, hopefully coming out of it, all these companies, uh, not just the beer factories, but every place, hopefully they're, they're able to run more efficiently and they get, get back going and get people back to work. That'd be great. Hey, before we let you go, yeah, before we let you go, let's give one of our listeners, our lucky listeners, a $20 Berkshire Brewing Company gift card. What do you think? Absolutely, Dave. Well, I got the question of the day. It's a tricky one. So uh, people, I need you to listen in. Call in the first caller who calls in at 732-336-1040. That's 732-336-1040, like you're filling out your tax form. You cannot. You you may not have been a winner within the last thirty days. If you have been a winner, rather within the last thirty days, you're not eligible. And here's today's question of the day. We've been talking with Gary Bogoff, owner and brewmaster at Berkshire Brewing Company in South Deerfield, Massachusetts. Berkshire Brewing Company in South Deerfield, Massachusetts. If you can tell us the name of the town where the Berkshire Brewing Company is located, be the first caller seven three two three three six ten forty. You'll win that gift card from the Berkshire Brew Company. Gary Bogoff, hey, my old friend, it's always great to talk to you. Good luck in the future. Stay healthy, stay safe, and uh, and uh, keep on pouring because we love you. Thank you, Dave. You're a ray of sunshine. Take a step back in time. Visit... New Hampshire's Conway Scenic Railroad at the center of North Conway Village. We offer a choice of heritage and scenic train rides the whole family will enjoy. 
Take a journey over Crawford Notch on our Mountaineer. Or take a spin on one of our valley runs where we recreate classic train travel when rustic passenger trains ran from town to town. Our pub train offers a selection of beverages and culinary delights. Call 603-356-5251 or visit us online at conwayscenic.com. And we're back. It's time for today's Foodie Know-It-All Daily Quiz. The Foodie Know-It-All. Listen up, you gastromaniacs, because you can win a $25 gift certificate today. Your gift certificate today is to KC's Barbecue in Manchester, New Hampshire. If you can answer this question before anyone else, the number to call is 732-336-1040. Who was the first American president to hold a barbecue at the White House. Who was the first American president to hold a barbecue at the White House? 732-336-1040. Be the first, and you win that $25 gift certificate to KC's Barbecue in Manchester. Hey, we'll be right back to wrap this all up right after this. Hey, gastromaniacs, I know there's nothing more frustrating than when you're in the kitchen and you're working away like a maniac and you spill something. Don't worry, nothing cleans up all of your spills faster or better than spill salt. Simply completely cover any spill with spill salt until there's no visible sign of liquid. And with a few sweeps of a broom, all you're left with is a clean, dry surface. It's immediately safe for foot or vehicle traffic. And this includes greasy restaurant floors too. No more chemicals mopping the floor down at the end of the night. If you own a restaurant, Spill Solved is also great. And the best part, Spill Solved can be used over and over again. That's right, it's recyclable. Use it over and over. It's an easy to use container. You simply pour it right back in. This is a great product. Spill Solved, you can find it at cookingsomethinggood.com. That's Spill Solved at cookingsomethinggood.com. Hey, we're back. Thanks, everyone, all of you, for joining us today. We had a great show. Special shout-out to Deborah Jones from the Jones Barbecue in Kansas City, Kansas, and to Gary Bogoff from the Berkshire Brewing Company in South Deerfield, Massachusetts. My old friend Gary, thank you both for joining us on the show today. Hey, tomorrow, listen in. We got Shane Pine from Shane's Barbecue in Hampton, New Hampshire, and also Dave Herlicker from the White Birch Brewery in Nashua, New Hampshire, as we continue on our theme of beer and barbecue. Until then, all you gastromaniacs, we will see you tomorrow.